Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am my grains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined, as always, by Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Watch. Um, ho, 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 everybody. It's the third day of Christmas. I hear that's a thing. The 12 days of Christmas, I today's the third of it. Um, three French hens. Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, man, if only it was the fifth day, we get five golden rings. Those are awesome. But we, it's perfectly one hen for each of us, which is great. That is true. And I'm also joined by the mysterious L. Wah, 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 my beautiful babies. And a happy almost new year for me. Baby new year. Wah, 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 baby new year. Get it? <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah. He, doesn't really have a, he doesn't really have a theme or anything. He's just like, I'm a baby, because the year just got born, get it? It's like, boo, that's lazy. <laughs> yes. Speaking of that uh, that, that their Christmas carol, uh, I feel like this year, more than in years previously, it started to make the rounds that the fucking Days of Christmas song, it's all birds. It's all birds all the way down. And I think by the end wow, of the it's so interesting the- you said that because I was noting that last night when I was going through the song. I'm like, a bird guy clearly wrote this. And then he gets horny at the end when he starts with the maids of milk and the ladies dancing. No, those are also birds. Oh. Uh yeah, there there was like a there was like a TikTok or whatever that was making the rounds that like breaks it down. Like those are all nicknames for types of birds that are like in Europe. So Really? The only, the only part of that that is not a bird apparently is the tree that the final bird and presumably all the rest of the birds stay in. I'm going to need you to send me that TikTok. Yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can track it down. I mean, you know, it, it, there's a chance that it could be lies, but I think it would be kind of weird if only half of the song was about birds. If it was just like, okay, now that, now that you've got 30 birds under your belt, time to get to the real shit. Here's five rings. And I was just like, <laughs> what a weird number of rings or whatever. You know, I can't really keep them all together. It is five gold rings. right? Five, yeah, okay. It is. Yeah. I was just like, what a bizarre number. I guess it's one for each ring, for each, like, on a hand. But usually people don't wear thumb rings. So I was just confused by it. So it actually, to me, makes a little more sense if it, just like the rest of the song, is just like, hey, I love you a lot, so I'm going to fucking, you have no idea how many birds I'm going to provide for you. You're going to have so many birds that, you know. Some people would say there's too many birds, not us. We said it was a great amount of birds. I think it's the perfect amount of birds. We have the tremendous amount of birds. <laughs> this big strong man looking at me creeping at the birds i was giving him the best birds other people, people for christmas saying. just one bird jews nine birds not us us 120 birds so many birds <laughs> yeah I, I i thought that that blew my mind uh if it's true it's like one of those big if true things and if it is true how do we not know how do more people not know yeah because i was in the wikipedia pretty hard last night and i didn't see this at all um the dr- the drummer's drumming it said was drummer's drumming but maybe this person's just b- bird pilled well i don't know like i mean we could take to the internet to to discover this at some point i don't trust them about birds let's i want to believe it anyway uh <laughs> well, well we'll do we'll do more research on this and get back to the audience because if i do the research right now uh it's just gonna bore everyone to fucking tears um, so let's not bore the audience to tears. And instead, I guess we can get into our amuse-bouche. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse-bouche. Okay, uh, so yeah, this week, Jay Stu, back at it. 
I guess. Uh, I, I don't know. Mike, Mike's, Mike's like note for this one was just Jace Stu is a moron, which is just like... Yeah, this is know. all you, buddy. I think it would have to be moron plus at least to make it into the boosh, and then moron double plus to get into the news. So, Mike, what's going on with Jace Stu? Has he, has he evolved? Has he gone even further beyond? Uh, he really has. Our boy Jay Stu has decided to uh, lose his first defamation lawsuit, this one to Cash Patel of all fucking people, because he refused to acknowledge it. He refused to participate in it. He basically did a speed run for the Alex Jones bullshit with the Sandy Hook families, and he already has been hit with a default judgment in the Cash Patel defamation lawsuit. So... Congratulations, you giant moron. You are now going to owe Cash Patel some number of monies, which is a bad thing because Cash Patel fucking sucks and is awful. And this is obviously setting up also for him to lose probably by default to Michael Flynn, which would also be disgraceful because fuck Michael Flynn. Jay Stu funding fascists harder than anyone. <laughs> I mean, just what, what a, what piece a of shit. Twist. Yeah. yeah, what a twist. <laughs> yeah, and, and what a, and the, the thing that's really galling about this shit is that he has a GoFundMe where he's like, I need your money to fight these lawsuits, and I'm going to counter-sue all these pieces of shit, and I'm going to hit him with everything I got, and I, you got to give me these piles of money. And he's gotten, like, high five figures. I think he's gotten, like, $75,000 worth of money from people to, like, oh help, my God. Him, to help him handle his legal defense. And... His legal defense is to lose by default judgment because he won't fucking show up. So it's like, what are you doing with that money, you prick? <laughs> I mean, it's like unbelievable. If literally you know, all one this time I've been thinking li- of Jace, Jace do the wrong way. All, the, all this time I've been thinking of Jace do as somebody that I should hate because he sucks. When in reality, I should be looking up to him as somebody who proves that you can technically at least pretend to be on the right side of the fence and still sell out, baby. There are rooms out there that you could rube, you could get right into your rube nets and just shuck them for all the money they're worth. Yep. His uh, GoFundMe, Stop Mike Flynn. A are you eating pistachios right now? Are you uh, eating pistachios? I know, are you while eating? We're no, like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I have one lifesaver in my mouth right now. Uh, apparently crippling You're getting me. called over the pistachios, my grades. <laughs> <laughs> he's lying, listeners. He's just stuffing pistachios in his mouth. <laughs> Dude, really he's a, he's secretly video. grubbing up pistachios. I'm secretly <laughs> doing bird research. <laughs> what, what a bunch yeah. of professional <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. And we have the audacity yep. to criticize Chase too. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, literally, literally, listen, listeners, listen. If one of you has paid for his GoFundMe, first of all, fuck you. I'm going to say it. And second of all, your money is going for hi- directly for him to lose and then pay out to a bunch of fascist fucks who are destroying this uh, world. So maybe you should think about your decisions a little bit. That's okay, all well, I got to say. Be, let's not be too hasty. That hypothetical listener has disposable income that they are willing to burn on content producers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's say that, you know, in the interest of fairness, they should, no, give, I'll say it. they should give both of us money. Right. Mean, in, a, in a perfect world, they would stop giving Jay Stu money and give us money because ours would just be going to like pizza and, you know, maybe some new comfy socks or whatever and not fascism. Uh, at least not yet. I don't know. It depends on how yeah. good of a sock they make. Oh, I'm sorry for being harsh about the person that <laughs> harasses legitimate researchers and says awful anti-Semitic shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. You're, you're only you're only supposed to be mad at those people if they're ultra rich billionaires or like poor. The people in the middle are people. No, he's that a grifter. We, he's a grifter. He might be he's able to milk for money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, on his GoFundMe, he had, 25 days ago he got ten thousand dollars from an anonymous source. Holy shit! Then, uh, really? Mika, you know, then Mika Brown gave him three thousand dollars in two separate donations. Excuse me. And then he, yeah, I don't know who Mika Brown is, but they coughed up a grand and then two grand. And then uh, just a piles of thousand dollar donations from Anonymous, and then a, a four hundred and seven, a forty seven hundred dollar donation from Anonymous fourteen days ago. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. He's just getting piles of money from people to fight Michael Flynn, and by fight Michael Flynn, I mean hand Michael Flynn a check for X amount of dollars because he's going to lose a default judgment against him in this lawsuit, which is. And uh, Jay has stated that he is uh, still on the warpath and he's still going to fight the good fight. And uh, by that, I mean he's attacking Mike Rothschild and uh, Dapper Gander. He went at Dapper Gander um, on, a, on, a, on a poster. He's like, this Dapper Gander person has never done any actual research into QAnon. Harumph, harumph, harumph. And it's like, fuck you, buddy. Dapper's the best. You absolute piece of shit. So, yeah. Um, yeah, eat a hot dog uncooked. Room temperature. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And again, listeners, if any literally one of you has done any of them, meet me in the streets. Yes. <laughs> or meet us at our Patreon at patreon.com slash poker politics. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's well, yeah. I, I, we we would very much appreciate an anonymous donation of a thousand dollars. You don't even have to do the ten thousand dollars that some idiot threw into a fireplace. Don't forget for- to check our new Patreon tier. Yes, please go to our oh, new yeah, Patreon the, the, tier. The, the ultra tier, the, the greatest yes. and best tier for yes. only a chosen... Yes. All right, I'm fuming about Jay Stu. We gotta move on to Rudy losing. I'm always fuming about Jay Stu. I've seen <laughs> and read that man's content, and it fucking sucks. Like, he has no he has no charisma to back up any of the shit he's saying, which is, as far as I can tell, pretty obviously wrong. If you look into it for like a second, and you don't have his, his steady hand to guide you along the path. Just be like, no, it's true. Look at only these points. It's like, yeah, but I've looked at some of the other points and you seem like fucking like a moron. Um, comedy show. Don't sue me. <laughs> it's a funny joke <laughs> about you being a wrong moron. Um, so, gonna, yeah. He's like, going to start another GoFundMe to sue us and just pocket that money and not sue us. It's going to be great. <laughs> I, feel, I feel the same way about that as I did the first time when I was a young, horny, fat goober that couldn't, like, get a woman at all. Uh, and I encountered my first video on the internet of a lady fucking a dog. I was just like, okay, this is rough. And I hit, like, I'm just like, well, how is the dog doing it better? Like, the it's a dog! And that's how I feel about Jaystu. When I see Jaystu's <laughs> content, and he's getting $75,000 gratis from a bunch of idiots who are anonymously donating in chunks of, like, a band apiece... I'm just like, but like I'm pretty sure that we're entertaining at least a little, at least more entertaining than him. How is he making so much money? His gimmick is so boring too. It's just hey, you know, because he you- tells you lies that you want to hear. Can we move on to the Rudy Giuliani <laughs> thing? I fucking hate this guy. Okay, <laughs> Haley demands we talk to Rudy Giuliani because he's she gonna do our bumps. loves Rudy Giuliani and hates Chase too. So yes. we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll move on to, to Rudy Giuliani being broke, and I hope there's more to it than that. Because did we talk about that last week? No, uh, he we got talked, broker. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we yeah we talked about that he got hit with the lawsuit, but this week uh, Rudy decided, Rudy um, 
the judge ordered him to start paying. Um, he started to pay the defamation lawsuit out immediately because they were just like, you are so absolutely scummy and we don't trust you at all on this front that you need to start like forking over money to the, to these two women immediately. And in response to that, Rudy declared uh, chapter 11 bankruptcy and in that listing, I believe he stated that he was in the hole about half a billion dollars, like the 140 million he owes, um, he owes for the defamation lawsuit is just a drop in the bucket. He owes so much more money beyond that to so many other people. It is insane. And See, this so is a funny story. <laughs> yeah, he just he just opened his books and is like, I've been screw I've been stiffing my law firm partners. I've been like literally, if you came within a hundred feet of me, I probably owe you six figures and have not paid it and am now not going to pay it to you. Because I am just like a scam. I'm an outlaw. I am just absolutely. He's trying to run out the clock. Oh yeah, to, to the grave. I think mm-hmm. At this point, it's very obvious he is just trying to drink himself into some sort of liver failure, so he doesn't have to he? pay. Oh, he's probably. I mean, he's. I think he's probably in his seventies. I mean, he's probably. Um, I mean, because he. I mean, he doesn't look. He doesn't look good to say the very least. Oh, he's seventy nine. I mean, that's yeah oh yeah i think he'll run it out uh, he's working i mean his lifestyle he's working really hard on it uh there was this really funny um thing in the roger stone documentary where like right before the election they're talking about how trump's probably gonna lose and like people are like talking to roger about like how they could possibly fix that and someone mentions like using rudy and and Roger's like, oh, all Rudy cares about is getting drunk and getting laid. It's just like Rudy Giuliani, just drunk and fucking all the time. It's just like, just like God. When I read Patrick Burns' book slash blog, The Deep Rig, um, he uh, he wrote about how he was trying to like get like rope in Giuliani on like his election, you know, uh schemes his <laughs> yeah and uh he said like he was just so fucking annoyed with giuliani because like he just kept dealing with interns that were like really young and didn't know what they were doing and kind of in charge of running his office because he was too fucking drunk to do anything <laughs> <laughs> and and i i wonder why he had young female interns in there so no idea what's going on <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, if if uh, you were one of Rudy's sugar babies, uh, feel free to contact the pod. We will uh, we'll be more than glad to air your we'll story. We'll protect your anonymity. We will yes. let you spill the deets. Yes. You can do yes. our bumps. Yes, you can do our bumps for Rudy. Or if, if you're still in touch with Rudy, tell him that like I don't know for like a crisp fifty dollar bill, he can do our bumps. He needs the money. He very obviously needs the money. Oh, I uh, I ran out of all of my Rudy content last week, so thank you guys for the heavy lift. Uh, I don't give a fuck about that guy, and uh, <laughs> I hope we never have to talk about him again until he's dead. But he's uh, America's oh here. That, that's the uh, whole. And he's 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 a nobody and nothing, and he has been for twenty years, <laughs> uh, arguably longer. Like whoever was the mayor of New York City when that happened would have been America's mayor. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be like. Oh God! And in, in this our moment of crisis, we all look to Mayor Hitler for their fucking city. <laughs> Mayor literal Adolf Hitler. Who? What do you have to say? She's like, 
terror bath. They're like, yay! Put them on the cover of time. Thank God. Yeah, he's still hiding off a cameo. You can still message. You can still ask to message him for 20 bucks. So way to go, Rudy. Well, L doesn't seem into him doing our bumps, so we'll find someone else. No, yes. Not until he's desperate enough where we can get a direct line to him without having to pay a twenty dollar lotto for it. Hey, bud, yes. you're five hundred million dollars in the hole. Take our call. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, sad news this week. Apparently, I think this is. I mean, Mike sent me a note. So if if that if this is not what this means, blame Mike. Uh, apparently, Janet O died. Was that her name? Yes, uh, uh, Janet, that, that, that was uh, that was uh, the out of which one of it was that was that out of darkness or the no, that, that was Falkaball. Uh, She's Falkaball. Fal- they all yep. they all turned together into a big shit soup. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. Janet O died, huh? Was yes, she relatively uh, young? I, I I do believe she was. Um, Janet O was the creator of the Falkaball series that uh, led to a woman uh, getting arrested by the cops because she went out to try to kill Joe Biden because Joe Biden was trafficking children and that made that lady very sad. Um, so the fall uh, apparently about a month or so ago, uh, Janet's sister posted that Janet had basically left, went off the grid and was not in a good mental state when she did so. And they were worried about her and there was a lot of speculation for a while. Some people gave me some like, yo, keep this on the down low, but um not hearing some great things about Janet O right now. And I was like, well, I'm not going to say anything until there's more information. And uh, so now it's come out that it does appear that Janet O has died by suicide after uh, vanishing off into the wilderness. Jeez, that's really um, sad. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really dark, uh, but in, but you could just tell that this, she was, I mean, Fall Cabal's nuts. You could just tell this is a person who was into this kind of stuff and was not, they needed, she needed help. She very obviously was mentally unwell. And this was kind of something that was probably in the, in the cards here. Cause I mean, just the scattershot erratic, the connect the dots nonsense. This was like, it's, it was not a, um, this was not something you put together when you're in your right mind. This was a very schizophrenic, uh, quote unquote documentary. I think at like one point she solves nine 11 in like 30 seconds and then pivots to some other point because that's just the way it worked. Like the chapters of fall cabal, it's like episode six Pizzagate, And then she doesn't talk about Pizzagate the whole time. And then chapter seven is just all Pizzagate. You're like, wait a minute. You said you were going to do that. A chapter ago. What's what's going on here. But yeah, right, I'll tolerate so- this naivete no longer. I mean, obviously she didn't kill herself. Right. I mean, <laughs> Yes. Obviously, she got got like right. I mean, fucking Christ! If anyone got Clinton, it had to be this one, right? I mean, yeah. Are people baking her death within the community? Uh, I really haven't seen that. I feel like fall. Oh, that's Cabal, pretty good. It's weird because fall. I, no, I feel like fall. Wait a minute. No, that's not good. Okay, yeah, that's pretty good actually. Mental yeah, health but... is rough. Don't want anybody like you know comedy show. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to make jokes about this subject, but only because of who it is and generally. This stuff is bad. Suicide. Don't do it. We against that. But like fucking like the community, the QAnon community, believing that one of their own just like went out and unalive themselves and just being totally cool with that. That what? What are we even doing here then? What happened to QAnon? Like if if that is the QAnon mindset, then boy howdy, I have, I have transitioned from giving minimal fucks to giving no fucks. 
Maybe but they're if, sympathetic because they I mean, understand a lot of them probably have similar psychosis and maybe I'm I'm being generous here, but um, I'm being really generous here. But, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, minute, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, it is interesting that the leash getting me off of Jace too because it was making you angry. But one of our actual ops is in the ground and you're bummed out about the circumstances. The I mean, I think on? it is kind of a bit depressing. Can, yeah. Um, is, is this? Did, am I? Did I get transported to a different hell world? Like, <laughs> like, am I supposed to be showing an enhanced amount of empathy to the people who are literally making QAnon movies? What is happening? I'm, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, uh, it, you know, uh, QAnon's kind of depressing. Um, <laughs> I think uh, a lot of people who are into it aren't well anyway. Not that it's like an excuse to make propaganda. Um, but I do think it is interesting that the community doesn't seem to be baking her death so far. Well, the main thing I think that is because that Falk Ball was just old. I th- and hmm. Janet never really had a social media presence outside Falk Ball. She wasn't like Joe M who did QAnon, Q the plan to save the world, and then kept posting hyper bloodthirsty murder porn on Twitter until he got banned. Like, she just had this one bit of content that she threw out there. It went viral, poisoned lots of people's minds, was a terrible thing. But that was kind of it. Like, she she was like the one-hit wonder of QAnon. And the other thing was, is that, like, when that happened, while Falkaball was still big, Chapter 10 involved her getting into JFK Jr. being alive, which back then was a massive no bueno with the QAnon community. So I would see these QAnon promoters being like, man, I tried to pill my family and I showed them Falk Ball and they were getting into it. And then at the end, when the JFK Jr. stuff came out, just pulled them right out. They all knew it was crap. And they were just like, ah, damn it. I, I should have vetted that movie better. I didn't know it had the nonsense at the end. And it was like, yeah, the, for the first nine chapters about the clean babies, that was all rock solid stuff. But the JFK Jr. stuff at the end just ruined it for you. So I just, I just think that, like, her star wasn't that, like, big in the community at this moment for them to, like, care about it. Because mm. QAnon's all about disposable heroes. They're all about this person's going to save the world, and tomorrow they're like, I don't even remember that guy. So I just think that the main reason why they're not talking about Janet O and baking her is because probably a lot of their audience is pandemic QAnon and they're more like anti-vaxxers and that kind of stuff. And they, they probably don't even know about fall cabal. I don't know how much like relevance it has in the community at this point. I wonder, I mean, I wonder how many people actually even know about Q the plan to save the world. Cause like those, those two videos were like the one, two punch that started like really getting this thing off the ground back in the day. And now I feel like they're lost because Joe M Joe M was the only guy that actually like put his money where his mouth is and kind of quit after Biden got sworn in. Cause he's like, it'll never happen. Biden will never be president. And then Biden became president. And the guy was like, fuck, I lose. And just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> he posted briefly during the cyber ninjas audit. I think he like resurrected and then it, and nothing happened with that and nothing happened. Yeah, with him. yeah he tried. <laughs> he, he, he tried, but the passion was gone. It was over. <laughs> like, like, is this something? Could... No? Okay, yeah, goodbye. Yeah, I find. <laughs> I, 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 I reaffirm my quitting. <laughs> I quit. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's the main reason why, like, because 
if Janet was like a content creator who was actually doing stuff and then she vent, oh my God, absolutely Arkansas. Oh, 100% Hillary got to her. I mean, that would be a thing, but I just, <laughs> I just don't think that she has the gravitas within the community now to really be relevant. So yeah, I think that's kind of like what happened, which is maybe it's coming. She'll it'd be interesting in the future. Oh. Well, well, it's, it, I, who knows? Like maybe, like she had some content still on her computer or something, and someone might release that stuff, and, and then boom, you get the whole thing. This is what she was working on before they got to her. This was like the hot stuff that was so powerful they had to they had to get rid of her before she completed her magnum opus that would bring the deep state down. You don't have to patronize me, Mike. That sounds like cool and interesting stuff, and QAnon doesn't do that anymore. So, uh, <laughs> considering that, I guess Janet owes Yeah, how's the countdown doing? How's the countdown doing? Has, has it done anything exciting to excite Elwith? I, I, think it, I think it flipped again. I think it's back <laughs> to another two weeks. It's the saddest thing in the fucking it's, universe. It's, it's, somebody literally Is this doing just, anything for you, El? Somebody no. literally just distilled QAnon down to that countdown. So my proposal yeah. for next week is we pivot to just discussing the countdown. We just talk about yes. that for 90 minutes every week. <laughs> we can count down with it. Oh! And then when it turns out, we can just be like, another week of nothing. Oh, shit. <laughs> anyway, yes. let's move on. Uh, L Disillusionment Tour 2023. We're going out with a whimper. Uh, Turning Point USA is apparently on some racist shit. Who could have seen They're it They're racist? I'm sorry. Yeah. What, a, what a shock. Uh, I, I, but I mean, like, again, it's so, it's so little of a shock that I'm not sure why it's newsworthy. I'll turn the, I'll turn it over to Mike to talk about why we're discussing it. And I'll turn it over to Haley because she knows about Turning Point USA. Yeah, this is my oh, AZ madness. Oh, 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 oh right. Uh, yeah, sorry. I, I assumed this was part of the Arizona thing, but Mike didn't write anything in the notes about Arizona yeah. and then just did Turning Point. So, yeah, I mean, the, the notes. <laughs> hmm. so just- Nothing but professionalism here, everybody, but. Last week I talked about America Fest and it was in town and we talked about how fun the conference was and not awful, but everybody went home the day we recorded last week. So we didn't get the tasty, tasty um, Turning Point USA content of them all flying home, which of course couldn't be normal. Um <laughs> We live in this little place called Phoenix, Arizona. I don't know if people have ever seen it or been here, but we have a pretty large Hispanic population. Um, just that's a important thing to mention here. But the Turning Point kids all flying home because, again, Turning Point USA is headquartered here. But Charlie, he's from like Arlington Heights, Illinois. He just he moved here. And like a lot of these Turning Point influencers only work here part time or come here for the festival. So they got a little scared um, leaving Phoenix and getting uh, into the airport because they saw a lot of brown people there and they were losing their absolute fucking shit. Did you see the Babylon Bee girl? She was like filming like like this, like scared, like Kubrick staring into her phone like there's there's a bunch of migrants boarding this flight. There's so and she's like filming people like boarding the flight and she's like asking the representative she she was asking them she's like are these people being screened properly for for disease and she's like why are they allowed on this flight and they're like um they're human beings ma'am and she's like what is happening it's like uh uh james o'keefe was unfortunately there because he's kind of part of the turning point scene he was like chasing down some guy in a limo like 
why are you transporting migrants here? And he was like filming the guy's face. And he's like, you know, I'll be able to figure out who you are. Um, and he was just like, have you heard of me? Have you heard of me? I'm James O'Keefe. He was like. <laughs> the, 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 thing, the only thing sadder than shouting, do you know who I am? Is the other person saying no. And why would I? Who on God's green earth would know who the <laughs> fuck you are? What are you talking about? Oh my that God. literally his energy. He was like, I think maybe, I don't know. <laughs> and, and like, uh, there was a guy that goes by like nuance bro on the timeline. You ever see this guy? Um, nope. That's, not, that's he's what like, a great name. I know. That's like his whole shtick. Um, that's not his, that's not his, that's not his God's given name, but that's what he goes by. Um, and he was like, asking people for their papers um and literally just posting their papers on twitter which is like i guess not doxing on elon's twitter um but yeah the turning point kids went home and like caused an absolute great replacement kind of like conspiracy type shit it was on like fox news it was on all the like ugh, crappy oh, th all this media. was the actually this was the Ashley Slayton Claire shit where she was like screaming about the migrants on the plane and then started asking like people to send in tips mm -hmm. about migrants yep. being on there. Oh, okay. So that actually like permeated into my bubble. I didn't know that started at a turning point, but yeah, I uh -huh. saw a bunch. I saw, I've seen some QAnon promoters being like, yeah, man, like I've, I've been seeing that happening on the planes too. And they were talking about like, we need to interview sky marshals. We need to know what they know about this plan. And Oh yeah, it's just it's Yeah, I've so seen like a trickle of people being like, I'm seeing it too, and they're just like posting photos of black and brown people at the airport and it's like this is definitely good territory turning point USA. Uh, <laughs> so that's what they've been like that was the Phoenix airport that she was freaking out in. <laughs> oh, oh good to Sky know. Harbor. Good to know. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So they were just all like having a panic attack like during their fucking layovers in the Sky Harbor and just started harassing a bunch of black and brown people asking them for their fucking papers and shit um so yeah that was turning point goes home it's uh, that's why you shouldn't hold fascist conventions in your city papers, um, papers please like yes. what, what do they mean when they ask for papers are they looking for like a passport or like a green card or like, what, like, um, like, like would like, they even know what the what the right papers look like no because some of the papers that they were posting of people proved that they were like documented but some of the, the the passports that they were posting were like prove that they had passports, but like they kept doing this like, oh, all these migrants are coming on here getting free premium tickets, cutting the line. Everybody's got free food, free phones, and free clothes, and they get to the, everything that you hate about the airport when you have to go through TSA and and when you have to take your shoes off. None of them have to do that. Look at all these. Look at all these immigrant refugees they're using worse language than that uh you know uh flooding you into your country identification, they would uh, accept a video of the person in question uh saying wait just a goddamn minute that's what those phrases <laughs> only white people use right <laughs> yeah <laughs> now you wait now you wait just a goddamn minute I'm like, oh, sorry, sir. You're obviously Caucasian enough to be. Welcome to America. In fact, uh, here's here's a here's a red baseball cap for you. You yes. wanna you wanna Ashley St. Clair's video? She's like filming the whole line, and there's clearly like a white grandma just sh staring her down the barrel. Like, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> yeah, and I, and I, and there's like a 
10, maybe 15% chance that when that old lady noticed that she was being filmed, her first reaction was, wait just goddamn minute. Sally from... <laughs> And then there's also like the 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 it's like it's like the Powerball like modifier. Sometimes those people turn into the real aggressive uh, quote unquote Karen types that are just like you don't have permission to film me, <laughs> permission to film. And it's just like yeah, you don't. You literally have no idea how public works. You just you got no fucking idea. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, I, I, Whenever we yeah, needed love... a power Karen to emerge from a crowd, it was then. Let that <laughs> charge that woman. <laughs> no permission to film! Lunges <laughs> out like a fucking indie horror film. And, 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 and you know, actually, Claire's like, no, I'm on your side! You don't understand! And the woman who's like ripping her phone out of her hands, and no, I won't wear a mask! I ain't getting vaccinated neither! And she's like, no, no, we're on the same team! I hate who you hate! Please don't break my iPhone! <laughs> And then hopefully that causes enough of a distraction where a bunch of people that need to get across the border can. It's like, go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, take the flight. It's just, And it's just like, I'm just traveling, man. We're at the airport. It's an international airport. I'm just traveling. I'm from Cincinnati. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it is fucked up that this is a better option for you. We're so sorry. Come on. Come back. <laughs> we're, sorry that, we're sorry that it's not better. It should be better. So yeah, that was thank you, uh, thank you, Phoenix Convention Center for hosting that convention, and then you know just it caused so many problems in town. So good job, you deserve yeah. nothing but claps. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, excellent. The is claps. there any, any other Arizona madness happening this week, or is it just Turning Point related Arizona madness? Let's see what else happened this week. Uh, nothing that would be relevant to this podcast but maybe next week i got i, mean, I got something shooting down great, the barrel right? i guess sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes you do get a dub where it's just like oh only the only the one crazy thing happening this week Excellent. oh well wendy rogers on christmas you know wendy rogers the the state senator here that's like oh, yeah. just a fucking she's a white supremacist we could say that pretty hard she was straight up posting committee of 300 shit on christmas day you you know that you <laughs> Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to explain that one, Mike, for the audience? Uh, no, well, the committee of three hundred is like one of it's basically one of the like the Jews run the world kind of thing where there's a secret group of people that make all the decisions for everybody. And who actually sits at that table? I mean, it's, it's the committee of the three hundred. It's the trilateral commission. It's the Bilderberg group. It's basically who, whatever your boogeyman of the day is. Boom. That's it. My God, That's the Builder Bear Group. They're bad. It's an yes. incredibly, it's an incredibly anti-Semitic, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And she was saying it in like she said the Committee of Three Hundred, like the post she was saying was saying like the Committee of Three Hundred um, is responsible for all the child trafficking that is then funneling the adrenochrome so that's just like straight up blood libel that's just fucking yep. that's blanket yep. blood libel the headline should be wendy rogers does blood libel on period christmas. <laughs> on christmas period ho 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 wendy rogers does blood libel on christmas that's the headline everybody yeah <laughs> uh oh I, I just checked our cute countdown it's, it was reset previously it's now on four days and it, they state los angeles something big is coming so look out la nothing is gonna happen absolutely nothing <laughs> so anyway that's arizona we're, 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 gonna, we're gonna look real stupid when it turns out to be a fucking terror attack <laughs> it's, gonna be watch, it's, it's, gonna be watch, 
It's going to be Watchmen. The squid is going to burst out of Los Angeles. Yeah. Rod Watkins is going to be masterminding the fucking the squid bomb. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Only his mighty intellect can steward us through this, you know? It's it's gonna yep. real it's gonna look real bad for Jay Stewart. Mike Flynn gets killed by the squid bomb. He's gonna be like, yes. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, forty chess. Uh, he yes. has to do it. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesus. Uh, okay. So, uh, it, good news. Uh, Arizona slightly less on fire than normal. I mean, mm-hmm. you know that that is a dub, which mm-hmm. again is sad. We're still the apologizing to a migrant, just like yeah, and like we don't get it either. It should be better than this. We're so sorry, but I mean, you know, like your place is you, you're having troubles. Come on in, <laughs> quick while they're distracted fighting over this. Uh, all right, let's move on to our headline news for the week, shall we? From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. You know what? Uh, and another big, big win for uh, for us, the, uh, members of the Deep State, uh, this week. Uh, a, a big Deep State welcome to Nikki Haley joining, uh, apparently joining our ranks. Uh, who, 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 who would, would have thought that this was going to be the one that was going to be coming into the fold this week? But here she is. And, uh, of course, the secret praises are going to turn it over to Mike Raines, uh, our expert in such things, to tell us uh, why the great Nick Haley has decided to jump, sheet, jump ship to us. The adrenochrome-fueled mad people of the deep state. Uh, so basically, there was a poll in New Hampshire that had Nikki Haley within four points of Trump. And this made QAnon absolutely lose their fucking shit. That the idea that the God Emperor was not just going to be handed the Republican nomination on a silver platter. And uh, I, because I live in the northern area of Massachusetts, I get a lot of New Hampshire media bleed in to my television. So while I'm watching the, the while I'm watching the football on Sunday, I get all the uh, political ads, and it was wall to wall Nikki Haley ads, and they were bringing up the fact that she's endorsed by the governor of New Hampshire, and it was there was like a couple ads from like the MAGA pack, like the Trump campaign themselves couldn't even actually be bothered to. Uh, run ads against Nikki Haley. There, but there were a couple MAGA pack ads that were like, "Nikki Haley sucks. You shouldn't like her. She's bad." Paid for by MAGA pack. Um, so all of this has led to uh, just wait until the ads come out against her talking about how stinky she is. That's a thing we yes. should probably touch on at some point. It wasn't in any of our notes, but I just remembered. I was like, "Oh yeah, that funny thing about the stinkiness happened." We'll put a pin in that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he had this smelly Trump. <laughs> So, yeah, basically, uh, then there came out some uh, reporting about how Nikki Haley would be on the short list for Trump's vice presidential pick. And this led to another wave of recriminations and screaming about how if Trump did pick Haley to be his vice president, that would be a deal breaker. I'm out. I'm out on this shit, which is hilarious because QAnon has has literally said Trump could break the deal with them a million times. And every time he's done the, the deal breaking thing, they've gone crawling back to him because they love their orange daddy and they'll never abandon their orange daddy, no matter what he does. So that all happened. But at the end of the day right now, uh, they're all getting a little nervous about what's going on in the polling. I I, I think Trump's going to just crush all the way through here. But if New Hampshire did throw a curveball and give Nikki Haley a dub to give her some momentum going into the, the other primaries, that would be hilarious and interesting. 
And this this is what happened when DeSantis was the new hotness a while ago, because for a long time, QAnon promoters were had this whole thing where they were like, DeSantis isn't really running against Trump. He's trying to expose like the, the traitors inside Trump's camp. And once they do that, then then DeSantis and Trump will like bro it, bro hug it out and everything will be cool and it's all going to work great. And then when it was very obvious DeSantis was actually running for the primary and he was trying to win the Republican nomination, DeSantis immediately became a deep state Soros funded shill who sucks and is evil and is bad and must be destroyed. And then DeSantis flamed out because he's a charismaless husk of a human being who's also like five foot six and wears 10 inch platform shoes. So like his crash and burn meant that the deep state failed with him. So they needed a new champion and their new champion is Nikki Haley. So uh, combobulations, Nikki, you did it. You now sit at the right hand of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and all the other deep state minions that are currently trying to uh, lure America into Luciferian rule. Yeah. I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs could take another anchor weighing them down. They need to get back to playing football and not be yeah. like, like, like the Taylor the Taylor Swift sidecar. <laughs> the Chiefs are the no bueno on the football field right now. Yes, it's so, so funny to me that the the you know all all these Trump supporters are ride or die, but literally only for Trump. Trump Trump could do anything on earth, and they would like still like support him. But if anybody else steps out of line for even a moment, they just turn just turn their backs on that person and betray them immediately. They can't wait to they can't wait to eat their own. No, Trump. I mean, Trump could do no wrong. Right, exactly. It's like so funny. Like they're like these murderous vaccines that are killing us all. And then you're like, but what about Operation Warp Speed? Trump was literally demanding credit for the vaccines. And they're like, 11D chess. He had to trick the deep state with the vaccines in order to do the things to prevent the lockdown. But about that. And you're just like, you're literally praising him for the vaccine you claim is murderous. And they're just like, shut up, Trump. And it's like, okay, great. Whatever. Also, that vaccine is sure taking a long time to kill everybody. My goodness. I was, I mean, you know, I, I think I speak for everybody when I was just like, God, I hope it's swift. And then, no, apparently it's just, it's taken a long time. I, I actually had someone like literally say to me, how many boosters are you up to? And I was like, five. I think I've gotten like I don't know, five or six total shots at this point. I'm fully and, vaccinated. Thank you for asking. Yes, exactly. And it's, it's just, and, and it's just like they're just like sitting there, like rubbing their hands. They're like, "Ooh, any minute now!" And it's like, "Dude, you're gonna rub your fingers down to the bone if you just keep waiting for me to drop dead due to the vaccine." It's, it's like been three years. I've gotten a sh- I, I got my two boosters right away, and I've gotten the shot they tell me to get whenever they tell me to get it because I work in a public facing job. I have people literally coughing and sneezing on me all day. I do not want to get COVID, and if I get it, I don't want it to kill me. So I'm vaccinated. That's how that works. Wow. Somebody get this guy's medal. So shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm a real fucking hero. <laughs> well, because you love the fucking vaccines so goddamn much, let's get into talking about the, the vaccine's biggest supporter, Donald Trump. Uh, Mary Trump's this, everybody. Yeah, that's right. Circling back on that, Trump loved the vaccine because it turns out that the people supported the vaccine. Uh but Trump, of course, was on one uh, this holiday season, and there are many uh, different small headlines to talk about uh, Mr. Former President and soon, hopefully, to be convicted felon Donald Trump. Uh, let's start off with him being smelly. 
uh, because we put a pin in that earlier. And I don't want to forget about it. Apparently, Donald Trump is odious, and one of his political rival packs or whatever, one of those groups, did they put out like a like a fucking commercial to that effect? Is it they're just like a, yeah, like a yeah. fucking? <laughs> Sorry, I can't even get it out. I'm laughing. Uh, anyway, Mike, Michael have more information about this. Yeah, so apparently, like a week or so ago, Adam Katzinger, uh, I believe, who is a like former Republican who was on the January Six Committee, did a little thing, got bounced from Congress because he was too like too moderate. He posted a thing about how Trump is really smelly and how it is like a thing you have to deal with when you're around him. And this led to a lot of people on social media talking about this scandal. The Lincoln Project then did a video about Trump being a very smelly boy. Carrie Lake prob- came out and was like, he's got a very strong musk that I like a lot. I love it. Please look <laughs> at me. <laughs> and she posted a picture yeah. of her like like baking him a pot roast. And it's mm-hmm. just like, God, you're so thirsty for it. It's fucking desperation looks really bad. Somebody should tell you that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Oh no, it's true. I mean, it's so ridiculous. So, have have we got any sort of uh, have we got any word on what the odor is akin to? Like, do we is there any report of God what this odor is like? Uh, the gist of it is, from what I can see, is that um, people are accusing Trump of shitting himself. That's pretty much the 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 big thrust of this is that Trump is wearing adult diapers. He soils those diapers. It makes him smelly. And that's wow. Honestly, mu- that's not what I was expecting. I was assuming it was going to be just like body odor or whatever, because he obviously doesn't have a great diet. <laughs> the, fact that the fact that the guy who is like going to be the Republican nominee for president of the United States for his second term uh, might just be walking around with like a loaded diaper is just is just too much to bear, really. Especially yeah. in light of all of their Joe Biden is old com- comments. We need to we need to be able to get, we need to be able to get one presidential ambush where we just like catch them in a moment where they're unaware and like the Secret Service are in on it and we're just like boom underwear check right now and they're like what and it's just like yeah we're checking it it's happening because there have been there's been some questions about the credibility of your age, of people of your age being the president is that of the sexual United harassment States. or is that okay uh, no there it's in the Constitution I promise <laughs> don't look into it but it's there and we're gonna get there and we're gonna be like let me check the Mondays. And uh, if we happen to find a loaded diaper, I mean, that's the smoking gun we've been looking they for. They check and it's me undies. That's our ad segue for me undies. <laughs> yes. The most comfortable underwear you'll ever shit in, says Donald Trump. Yes. While running for president. <laughs> yeah. I thought I should get to the toilet. And then I thought, why? Why get to the toilet? To a toilet right here. The world is your toilet. Me undies. <laughs> Fucking so so stupid, uh, poop jokes. Yeah, excellent. I mean, that's crazy. Honestly, like I, I thought for sure when I asked that question, I thought it was going to be body odor. Uh, fecal odor is much more concerning. So, is it like multiple people saying this? Like, is it like is this corroborated, or is this just one person making a rumor? Like, is this a is this just like a scandalous like barb or whatever? 
Yeah, it's a, it was just a barb. Uh, really, there hasn't there hasn't been cooperation beyond the original statement, where the one guy was just like, "If you're around Trump, you just can't miss the stench." It's very obvious and overpowering, and then that led to people just riffing off of that, and that's what led to the Lincoln Project ad, where they were just like, "Yeah, it's pretty smelly." And in that ad, they even have like a photo of Trump sitting down, and they like focus like tight to his ass because his pants are lumpy. They're like. Uh, Trump does not have the shapely posterior that we would expect from a presidential candidate. So the the lumpy butt folk uh, zoom in was obviously uh, like a wink and a nod to uh, he's soiling his depends. So there you go, folks. Yeah, I mean, he's got a lumpy body, so it's pretty it would be pretty easy to find any number of angles that make him look like he's wearing a diaper. Uh, and, you know, I also have a lumpy body, not in the same way, but as somebody who has a different lumpy body. The camera could be pretty unflattering to you, uh, but the difference is I'm not Donald Trump, and fuck Donald Trump, and fuck his stupid lumpy body, and fuck his shitty diapers. <laughs> yes. How do you like that? Merry That's Christmas. a good point. Uh, okay, uh, so that that was the the first and probably most amusing of the stupid Trump headlines for this week. Uh, also, of course, Donald Trump had some uh, warm holiday wishes for all of us uh, that he decided to relay via truth. Uh, his uh, social media platform. Uh, so uh, a, a warm holiday greeting from uh, Trump. I mean, obviously, President Biden, his tweet was straight, straight down the plate, pretty boring, happy holidays or whatever, you know, joyous like times. It's very, you know, we all know that he's Catholic, but he's not trying to get too crazy with it. He's just like, yeah, holidays. And meanwhile, Donald Trump is just like, this fucking this cunt's a cunt. I'm gonna fucking ship it and go kill him. It's just rambling like a lunatic on true, on true social. Uh, yeah. So for more on that, over to Mike. Mike, what did the man actually decide to share with us on Christmas Eve? Uh, yeah. So our our message from uh, the our esteemed former president was. Merry Christmas to all, including Crooked Jack's uh, Joe Biden's only hope, deranged Jack Smith, the out-of-control lunatic, capital L, who just hired some outside attorneys fresh from the swamp, parentheses, unprecedented, exclamation point, close parentheses, to help him with his poorly executed witch hunt, all caps, against Trump in quotation marks. Apparently, Trump is some sort of, like, I don't know, phantasm, some sort of boogeyman. And quote unquote MAGA, which also uh, which included also our world leaders, both good and bad, but none of which are as evil and sick quotes as the thugs all cap that we have inside our country who, with their open borders, inflation all caps, Afghanistan uh, surrender. Uh, you're you're the one that signed the withdrawal plans from Afghanistan, Mr. President. You you Biden was only carrying out your wishes, my liege. Uh, green new green new scam, high taxes, no energy independence. We're literally producing more oil right now than we've ever done. Saudi Arabia is actually mad at how much oil we're making. Uh, woke military, Russia, Ukraine, Israel, Iran, all electric car lunacy. Uh, your biggest fan is fucking Tesla guy, Elon. Calm down the electric car hatred, buddy. And so much more are looking to destroy our once great USA. May they rot in hell. Again, Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas to you too, Donald Trump. Merry Christmas. Yeah. So uh <laughs> ce- celebrate the birth of allegedly your lord uh by cursing your enemies to hell. Exactly yes. in the way he would have wanted. Uh yes. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. I, I I feel like 
I feel like the moment Jesus was born was literally the exact moment that sort of shit went out of fashion, right? Like, that was supposed to be, like, condemning your opponents to hell. That was, like, an Old Testament thing. And I'm pretty sure that the J-Man emerging is the beginning of the New Testament. I mean, I'm not, like, a scholar on the subject or anything, but I feel like that's the part of the book where it's just like, and now how about we don't curse our enemies to hell anymore? And in fact, if they do a thing you don't like, you're just like, dude, you do you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, Trump decided to just uh, freak out. One of the things I love so much about QAnon is they love posting clips of Trump and being like, look at how calm, cool, and collected he is. Does it look like this man has a care in the world? Of course not. Trust the plan. We got this. Well, yeah, I'd probably look a little more relaxed, too, if I'd ever had to worry about where the closest bathroom was. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) That's a constant constant source of low-level anxiety. I never knew that I could erase from my life. So yeah, and and then you smash cut to Trump on Truth Social, literally just having a fit and basically just spending like all day panicking, stress tweeting, just being a lunatic. And they're like, "Oh man, ten steps ahead, got it in the bag, baby." It's like no, it's like yeah, you you we can read what he's saying. We can read how freaked out and nuts he is at all times. Because he's terrified of being convicted for his crimes. And literally... To be fair, that post did seem a little more collected than a lot of his truth posts. Because he was going out of his way to capitalize some stuff and to use a bunch of punctuation. I mean, I think it was either the thing he posted immediately before or after that was just like an all-caps screed of just complete nonsense. And it was just like literally like he just like fucking pulled his phone out, like gingerly hit the caps lock button to make sure that it was on and then just started pounding it like an ape <laughs> just insane word salad but that's yeah. that's that's how our former and maybe future president rolls you know yeah and if he wins the next election i've always loved that about him I, i've always thought that was pretty cool <laughs> like you know i'm just like you know that makes me sympathize with him i get like that sometimes i just want to caps lock scream to people on the internet I don't know. The difference between myself and our state president is I have the, the self-control to not do that. <laughs> Sometimes I'll compose I'll, them. I'll compose yeah. them and I'll be so close and then I will delete them. I, I, I've avoided <laughs> so many problems by doing that. I've often said that you have more self-control than Donald Trump. That's one of the things that I most like about L is the, the, the tact. But yeah, I'm the, honestly not sure who would win in a cheeseburger eating competition. I would like to find out, though. <laughs> honestly, all the politics aside, if Donald Trump wants to, like, I'll even let him wear his diaper. That seems like a competitive advantage to me, but I'll let him have it. If he wants to sit down to a cheeseburger eater contest, cheeseburger eating contest with your boy, happy to do that. That would be great. <laughs> imagine, imagine if that was my way to reveal me and all of my potatoy glory to like the 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 world. Everyone's just like, "Ooh, what does the mysterious L look like?" And it's just like, "Oh God!" And it's just like, "Yeah, now you're gonna watch me eat cheeseburger, Donald Trump." No. <laughs> Okay, so Donald Trump, uh, screed, Donald Trump stinks. I feel like there was one more Donald Trump thing for us to discuss. Let me go through my notes here. Oh, Michigan. Michigan, lovers of Trump, apparently, uh, which uh, is is the sort of thing that you might expect L would know nothing about, and you would be right. Uh, So, Mike, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, so uh, a lawsuit that was filed to remove Trump from the ballot in Michigan, same as the lawsuit that was filed to get Trump off the ballot in Colorado. Uh, The Michigan Supreme Court has ruled that 
there is no precedent to remove Trump from the primary ballot in the Republican primary, and thus Trump will remain on the ballot. And QAnon and right-wing pundits are screaming and and lighting off fireworks and going like, yay, we did it. Screw you, corrupt deep state. Boom, Trump wins. He's going to be on the ballot. He's going to crush. We got this, bro. Yay. What they are refusing to acknowledge is that in this ruling, they also stated that the reason why they're doing this is because there's no legal right to deny someone access to a primary ballot. What they did state was possible is that this might be applicable for the general election, that Trump might actually be removable from the ballot when he actually goes up against Joe Biden uh, in November. And that basically, once Trump is the Republican nominee, these people will be able to refile their lawsuit and then they'll have to actually uh, judge the merits of the case for that point. So this isn't really so much a uh, victory for Trump as it is just moving the goalposts. And now if you're a Republican voter in Michigan, you basically get to ask the question, do I want to vote for somebody who may not be eligible to be on the ballot in the general election if that should happen to come to pass? I mean, again, it is my stated position that the Supreme Court's going to find a way to fuck this and they're going to let him stay on the ballot. But this is what Michigan has said is not an unqualified victory for Trump. This is not a slam dunk, high step into the end zone celebration, the way I'm seeing a lot of clowns make it out to be. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you, you can see where they would be excited about any any small perceived victory, even if it's not an actual victory. Kicking, kicking something down the down the, the road can seem like a victory in yeah. your low moments. Right, exactly. I mean, it's it's very it's very funny. It's um, I mean, the main thing about this is that none of this matters until the Supreme Court makes their decision. So we will eventually get to that point. I would assume at some point in January or February, because this Colorado thing is obviously fast tracked for them, and then we will finally have the rubber meet the road. And then are we, any other states I mean, going to jump on this? Uh, this is this bandwagon of. Letting the like decide to get a court whether or not Donald Trump could even be like on the ballot again. I have like heard that our people are trying to like. Obviously, they're trying to do it in battleground states, but I I haven't seen like what is the uh, how well funded these operations are. What's going on? One one thing that like a lot of people are not talking about is that the Colorado thing was like was brought forward by four Republicans and two independents. No Democrats filed that lawsuit. So all these people who are like, Democrats got him kicked off the ballot in Colorado and Arco Bargo. It's like, no, this is your own party, like trying to find some way to pry the nomination away from this lunatic because they know he's bad news on every imaginable front. Like, that's the situation we have here. That's the actual situation. So, um I do think that it'll be interesting. Again, if the Supreme Court says anything about Tim not being allowed on the ballot, then boy, howdy, those lawsuits will be happening lickety split everywhere they can. And uh, especially, I mean, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin would obviously be the two big ones because Pennsylvania is probably like the battleground state that will decide the election. And Wisconsin just uh, elected uh, a judge to finally make the Supreme Court in Wisconsin uh, Democrat majority. 
and they just brought down a big ruling breaking the gerrymander in Wisconsin, which was basically how the, Republic, the Republicans were controlling Wisconsin's Congress for forever. I saw like um, a bunch of uh, posts about how in the congressional elections in Wisconsin, the Democrats got a majority. I think they may have even gotten like 54 or more percent. They got a lot. And yet, even with the amount of votes they got, they still lost the Congress because the gerrymander was just so strong. All those extra Democrat votes were just wasted in districts that were designed to just be Democrat sinkholes to just absorb all those votes. And the Republicans were so afraid of this happening that they threatened the judge after she won the election of, if you rule against our gerrymandered maps, we will impeach you for the crime of correctly breaking our gerrymander. And then the judge was like, fucking try it, motherfucker. And then the Republicans were like, you have called our bluff. That would obviously be something the good people of Wisconsin would find egregious if we didn't let a judge rule on cases before her. So... Yeah, I mean, or would it? You know, like you, you would imagine <laughs> that people would be really pissed off about that. But uh, we're also finding out now that like you can be sort of just like a unlimited corrupt if you're a Supreme Court justice. Like you know, if you're Clarence <laughs> Thomas, you could just get to be as corrupt as you want to be. Fucking fuck it. Like, what are you gonna do? I'm on the bench. Like, what are you gonna do to me? Yeah, I love these vacations. Love pop this bubbly. I wish you would just lean into it. Just come out there and just be like, fuck, a windmill slam dunk on you idiots. What are you going to do to me? In oh, fact, I'm yeah, taking I bribes mean... right now, publicly. A million dollars, I'll vote whatever the fuck you want. It's just like, holy shit, this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, that is... Finding, finding out that he is straight up bought and paid for was, like, not surprising, but also at the same time really disheartening to just have out in the open for everyone to see and for no one to be able to do anything about. It's just like, ooh, that's that's rough. <laughs> that's, that's a tough one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that that was uh, pretty depressing that friggin' uh, this is happening, and our media is just sort of like, yeah, the Republicans just literally bought a Supreme Court justice. What of it? And it's like, no, that's fucking wrong. And they're just like, uh, well, uh, we really aren't going to talk about this because... Yeah, Republicans our- really seem... Like super into this idea that once you be once you reach the upper echelons of like power, that you should just have unlimited power. Like they're just like the president and Supreme Court justices. They they just they should just be immune to to cry like to prosecution for crimes and stuff. Like you know they know better than we do. You should just let them do whatever they want. That's fucking so crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is not great. But also One state rights. <laughs> We have to toe that line for a literal millennia because it was our justification for slavery and nobody will tolerate us to just say that we loved slavery. So instead we just have to be like, hey, hey, we love states rats until we don't. Like when they say they want abortion, they were like, boo. Uh, oh man, I had I had some guy like do the whole thing where he was like the the Republican Party is still the party of civil rights and blah blah blah. And then I was like, well, then why did they run against civil rights in 1964 after that bill got passed? And the guy was like, because that was federal government overreach. And I was just like, so how can you be the party of states' rights and also be cool with Jim Crow? And the guy was like, ur, ur, yeah, shut up, Republicans. Yeah, you know, probably seemed like federal overreach to a lot of people. 
abolishing slavery. In fact, <laughs> yeah. a lot of people decided that they were going to try to do something about it. They felt so aggrieved. And then they got their fucking asses paddled. And that should have been the end of that. And yet, here we are. You know? What a time to be alive. Yep. Oh, yes. What a magical, magical time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But you know what might lift up our spirits a little bit? Getting to our listener mailbag for the week. Shall we? Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Uh, Stephanie, uh, a.k.a. Existential Dreads, asks, uh, change a movie to make it a QAnon movie by replacing a word, a.k.a. meeting the Sarah Marshall as her example for this bit. So I oh, currently I uh, can't no, think of movies. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I mean this is a this is a tough one to go into unprepared because it requires like a mastery what was her example? Of a few um, things. Meeting the Sarah Marshall, the Nisera Jisera. It's oh, meeting Sarah funny. Marshall. Ah, yes. Deep state impact. Boom. No. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, I've relieved myself of the burden by crushing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was good. I think you just win. I can't. I won't be able to think of anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of other good ones. You know, like the problem is that there's like. There's so much stuff that's like really like deep cut, like you can sort of massage it a little bit, but it doesn't it doesn't punch really. You're hard. asking me to think of movies, and it's just like movies right now. Come on, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if if I can if I can think of something, I will bring it up. Yeah, later maybe we'll on. maybe we'll think of something by the end of the questions. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sub Zero Shirt Art asks. It's yesterday's news now, but I am just curious. When Bizarro woke TikTok Gen Z TikTok kids were getting pilled on the Bin Laden letter to America, was there any reaction from QAnon, or are those two worlds so far apart? A patented supervillain is now a white hat. Typically, that's what QAnon would do. Um, I didn't see a lot of them talking about that, because their view on Bin Laden is like not really tethered in any kind of reality, and reading the Bin Laden letter to America and then being like, oh, that totally justifies 9-11. That wouldn't even like equate with them because they think that 9-11 was either done by the American government or by Mossad because they're raging anti-Semites. So like to them, it's just sort of even bringing Bin Laden into the picture as being the mastermind behind 9-11, but it was okay that he did it just it wouldn't really hit for them it's just not something that they would be in their frame of reference so there wasn't really a lot of talk about that it was more along the lines of just hey man like these kids are starting to see something's going on and it was more that like once they find out what really happened on 9-11 then then they're gonna have their heads on right like that kind of stuff but even that was very few and far between because uh not not a lot of QAnon folks that I see are on the TikToks doing that kind of stuff. At least like my group of people. Maybe I should get into QAnon TikTok and just fucking lose all faith in humanity really quickly by just going down that horrible pills road. That'd be awesome. Yeah, Beautiful. I mean uh, that that's that, that that question was all you because halfway through you reading it, it turned into that modem dial-up sound because there were a bunch of <laughs> there was a lot going in there that I was just like, okay, like <laughs> 
Professor Pixaro, Tic Tac Kids, listening to the middle of letter tapes. I was like, oh God, I don't know what it is. What the fuck? Aren't you on TikTok? Uh, yeah, but I'm on regular TikTok, not Bizarro Bin Laden TikTok. I don't know what that shit is. Yeah. I use TikTok to watch like animal videos and dance videos mostly. Uh, and uh, yeah. oh, that, was a, that was a YouTube short or whatever I sent you of the robot dancing girl today. So that was like, oh, my... Although I did see, uh, I mean, this is apropos of nothing aside from the fact that it's just like sort of Q related. Uh, but I did see a TikTok recently of some guy who allegedly broke into what's the name of the camp, the weird camp that uh, all the Bohemian the, Grove. Yeah, like some, some some dude apparently broke into the Bohemian Grove and was just like creeping around at night and like looking at. It. He's like, dude, I'm at the owl statue. She's just fucked up. <laughs> and he's like, like up there touching it, like doing weird stuff. I, I didn't get to see. I'm assuming it was like a series. I, I didn't watch like, the one clip of it. I was like, oh, that's interesting. It's kind of intersection oh, yeah, of yeah, things yeah. I, I I like. Urban, expo- yeah. urban exploration and weird QAnon bullshit. Oh yeah, I saw I saw that video this week, and some people were freaking out. They're like, "Look, they abandoned Bohemian Grove." It's like, no, they didn't abandon it. It's winter, you idiots! Like, it's Bohemian the Grove is fucking morons. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's like not populated twenty four seven. Yeah, like, uh, Q for Vendetta. That's another one. Yeah, yes. Just leave this prompt to L, who's better at this. <laughs> I mean, yes. I've been trying. I've been trying to think. I've been trying to think of other ones. Uh, it's it's not the easiest. One word is hard. If it was multiple yeah. words, it'd be a lot easier. Like where the wild <laughs> things go when they go off. Like for instance. <laughs> um, uh, Paste asks, uh, since I posted today about it, what does a day in the life of Dan Scavino look like? Uh, so for those of you who don't know, Dan Scavino is basically the Q whisperer inside the Trump campaign. It is his job to keep those people freaked out, happy, loving their orange daddy, all that kind of stuff. So uh, the first thing that Dan Scavino does is he goes on Q alerts, either the app or the website, whatever. And the main reason why you go on Q alerts is because it literally tells you what the deltas are for today and tomorrow. So you can prime your content to hit the things that Q was supposed to have prophesized for the current, the current time, the, the current date. And so obviously he does that. And then he goes looking for content online that makes Trump look like an alpha Chad God emperor and all that kind of stuff. And then he probably has like a follow list of some QAnon promoters that he knows to like look at, to keep his finger on the pulse of the movement and all those, and all those lunatics And then he has to cut together some videos and then make sure to have all the cues, like have some weird distortion thing hit 17 seconds into the video so they can freak out about that and boom, boom, boom. And that's based and then maybe deal with Trump, maybe get Trump's truth social account to post some shit on it. Like I, I think my favorite ultimate, very obviously Dan Scavino moment was in the 2020 election uh, he originally posted the photo from the Q drop. It's it's a it was a it was a photo. It was a meme, and it was Trump playing a violin, and it said, "I call this next piece. Nothing can stop what is coming." And like Dan Scavino originally posted it, and QAnon started freaking out. She's like, "Oh my god, he posted from the Q drop! Holy shit, that's us!" And 
normie America was like, this dude just called himself Nero. Literally, he's Nero fiddling while Rome burned. And people didn't get what was the actual point of that message, was, was it was a dog whistle to QAnon. And then Scavino decided that that didn't have enough punch up for him to just be the one doing it. So he grabbed Trump's uh, Twitter account and he reposted his, he quote tweeted his Scavino post, but he had Trump write, I don't know what it means, but it sounds good to me in order to give Trump plausible deniability from the Q drop nonsense. And I just like that was like the most like obvious and hilarious, like just takeover of Trump's account from Scavino. But uh, anyone who like talks about this shit and looks at QAnon and they're like, oh, it's like this crazy bunch of lunatics and they're just fucking they love Trump and blah, blah, blah and whatever. I mean, they're just crazy nuts. You have to accept and acknowledge the fact that the Trump campaign is actively courting and cultivating these people. This is not a one-way street. Trump retweets these people constantly. They built Truth Social to placate these fucking assholes and these nutballs. The Q account on Truth Social was made before Trump's account was made. That's how important this shit was to them. They're like, we're going to make our fake cue on Truth Social, and we're going to get that account done before we make the account for Donald Trump to uh, do his 3 a.m. toilet rager tweets about how America's enemies should rot in hell. Merry Christmas. It's just, it's they're, they are so uh, in, enmeshed in this shit. They see QAnon just as a get-out-the-vote campaign. That's all it is. They don't, they don't care about any of the damage it does. They don't care about how many people this shit fucks with. They're just like, anyone in QAnon's a vote for Trump? Get more people in QAnon. Just it. That's just their whole operation. So uh, Dan Scavino's a monster, and fuck him and the Trump campaign. It's basically the moral of the story. Wow, what a rant. <laughs> you gave me time to come up with Harry Potter and the Pure Blood Prince. Am I right? <laughs> I mean, that's a problem with Slytherin is that they're blood racists. I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know of like any school or college in America or the world who is just like, oh yeah, we have a bunch of fraternities, one of whom is just avowedly racist. So it's hard to imagine there's anything problematic in that series. No, it really is. It's so Harry Potter so and the Goblet of Adrenochrome. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yep. <laughs> Hillary on the front get taken up by some tomatoes. <laughs> Man, uh, I should have been pulling the Harry Potter stuff earlier. Yes. It is what it and, is. Uh, oh, man, I, I bet there are a bunch of goosebumps ones that you could probably get get away with. That it's a pretty good one. One <laughs> <laughs> of those weird. Uh, the kids who transform into animals books. Oh, Animorphs. Animorphs, yeah. I, like, dude, I don't remember the, the name of a single Animorphs book, even though I read a ton of them. And I still remember yeah. a bunch about Animorphs, but the names of the books, absolutely not. But, nope. you know, uh, some of the Goosebumps ones have, like, you know, like, like Welcome to Dead House and Night of the Living Dummy and Say Cheese and Die. <laughs> you know. Um, Classic yeah, no, stuff. So Yes. Uh, Pancake Peasant asks, what is your best relationship advice to single and to partnered folks? Oh, my God. I, I, what kind of podcast us... do you think this is? 
Uh, well, Pancake Peasant is a, has been listening for a long time, so they know what they're getting into, <laughs> asking us for relationship advice. Uh, give up the butt. Don't. <laughs> give up I'm... the butt. <laughs> the butt's where it's at? I would I mean, never yeah. offer relationship advice ever in my life. I so... thought you were going to say you would, you would never offer butt. <laughs> I would never offer relationship advice. <laughs> that is true. That, I mean, like, yeah, I, it's hard for me to get to offer genuine relationship advice because uh, I don't know, man. I can't really speak to that authority. Like, I've had a bunch of relationships. Some of them have been all right, but I don't know. Not not in one currently. So <laughs> it'd be like me giving driving advice. I try not to do that either. Or like, you know, fucking yeah. like, like when, when I'm watching sports, I can acknowledge when they're doing poorly, but I try to avoid like pretending like I know better in, in as many situations as I can. Sometimes the call is baffling and you're just like, honestly, I don't know what they were thinking, but most of the time I try to, I try to check myself before I wreck myself. Maybe that's good relationship advice. Check yourself prior to wrecking, your, wrecking yourself, you know, you're yes. less prone to wrecking if you're checking. And also, um, <laughs> and also empathy. Yeah. Those That's a good one. Order. Yeah. <laughs> Check yourself. I don't want to wreck yourself. Yeah. You have to find empathy. <laughs> yeah. If your partner's in the fucking and sucking and so are you do that. That's my best <laughs> advice. Yeah. I mean, they didn't specify for, for ace folks because i mean the further that's what i'm that saying if you're into that yeah. and if your partner's into that i my advice i don't know find in common interest fucking suck that's my best advice <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what you want <laughs> oh man um i i am equally as as poorly equipped to the task as i could possibly imagine <laughs> The only the only thing I will say is that if you think you're in a bad relationship, then you are, and you should either take steps to fix it or end it. That's really about it. Because I spend uh, a lot of time, like basically, when you're in the jobs that I've been in, you do have downtime to talk to coworkers, and a lot of times my coworkers are just like yeah, I'm dating this girl and X, Y, and Z is happening. And I'm like, well, then you should probably end the relationship. And they're just like, but I'm like, no, like you, you know, what I'm saying is true, but you're, you're the one stuck in it. If you, if, if the roles were reversed and I was telling you these things, you would acknowledge what I needed to do. And it's just that kind of thing. It's just the kind of thing that like, when you're the one trapped in it, it's much harder for you to like have the detached way to look at it and go, yeah, this is wrong. And it needs to either uh, be uh, remedied or ended. Yeah. All the best relationship <laughs> advice that no one will ever act on. Cause it's right. just like, it, it's, it's advice that's been out there for a long time. But when you're in the moment, you'll like, like, Hey, if you're seeing somebody or thinking about like seeing somebody and one of your friends or multiple of your friends, like gets over the awkwardness uh, factor of it all to tell you that the person you want to see or are seeing sucks. Like, dude, that person is horrible. You need to fucking break up with them. Like, just imagine, imagine the social hurdle hurdle they had to overcome just to bring that to your attention. They know what they're putting on the line. Like, if you if you take that wrong, they know what's going to happen. So uh, you're supposed to listen to that. Now, nobody in history like ever will. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it happen where someone's just like, you know, 
really thinking about hooking up with that person. They're just like, dude, no, that person, that is a terrible idea. You shouldn't do it. It's just, well, fuck you. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. That's the thing. Is that I, it's well, like my roommate did that to me in my early twenties. At one point, like I was about to get myself into a sticky wicket, and he was just like, "I've been down that road, dude, and this wicket is very sticky." And I looked him in the face, and I was just like, "I know that you're right." And I'm going to ignore you. Like, I just, I gave it to him straight. I just looked at him and I was just like, you're right. I'm ignoring you. I'm going to ignore that. I'm like, I'm still going down the road. Like, (laughs) this is happening. (laughs) Wouldn't you know it? That didn't work out super well. (laughs) So later on, but doing that at the moment, it saved me from having to eat a little bit of crow down the line. Because when it inevitably went bad, I got to go to that person and just like, hey, so remember how I told you we're right? Well, it turns out you were right. And they're just like, I told you. And I'm just like, yeah, I know you did. I told you that I was going to ignore you. I felt like you needed to know that you were right. But like, I don't feel like it's not like a gotcha moment. I knew what was going to happen. But sometimes you got to roll the dice, dude. It's like when you play the lottery, you know, you're just giving the state $2. But sometimes one in like 1.8 million people or whatever, for that one person, the dice, it's just like, oh, shit, it worked out. My friend was wrong. Yeah. The, the, these people who knew me the best were incorrect. It, it turns out, it turns out that I, like in the in the middle of it, still was making the best possible decisions, really crushing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, and that brings us to our final question, as always, which is, what are you guys looking forward to? Uh, straight chilling. I'm on vacation this week. Straight chilling. I'm going to be playing video games. Uh, I've got dude, a cold breakfast sandwich left over. I'm going to eat after this. What are you playing? Uh, I think I'm probably just going to play Civilization Revolution and maybe dork around with some mobile games on my phone from bed because I don't really want to be out of my bed very much. And when my friends are around, I'll get back to playing Baldur's Gate 3 because that game's great. But I, I only play that one multiplayer these days. And uh, yeah. Chilling. That's what yep. I'm looking forward to. Yep. What are you looking I'm looking for, for the next, uh, what is it? Nine Days of Christmas, right? That's how the song goes? Yes. Yep. Right. There you go. Oh, yeah. I stopped at, I stopped at Bird <laughs> Reason. Halfway through it. Wait a minute. So, yeah. so is, is, do, you believe that the, do you believe that days happen after to start at Christmas and then go? Or What? Yeah, that's how the song goes. That's that's that. What is it called? Like twelve-eyed or something? I was looking. I don't know anything about Christmas, so I've been heavy googling this past weekend because I was kind of spending Christmas. Okay, so as with a friend, who knows very little about Christmas. I feel like you should pull your Christmas-liking friends. I this is because this is interesting. My impression was always that the twelve days were the run-up to Christmas. Nope, it's after. That's no, and no, that's no, how no. it's and traditionally that done. Around the world, too, apparently. And that may technically be true per the song, but I feel like, pull your friends. See if they believe the 12 Days of Christmas start on Christmas or end at Christmas. I believe you'll probably... I don't care what my friends think. I'm going off of the facts. I mean, (laughs) the word literally used to mean one thing, and now it means a different thing. Like, stuff changes over time. you got to embrace that Mm -hmm. change. Mm Mm-hmm. No, nobody's gonna I, like somebody who's never celebrated Christmas coming in and trying to get all be like, I'm actually pushing up their glasses. I'm on their not. Nose. I'm. I'm not. I'm actually. <laughs> it's, it's just that's how it says literally right here. The twelve days of Christmas are December twenty fifth to January fifth. 
That's what uh, Wikipedia and said. Also, I like, like, uh, like okay, again, the the twenty sixth is ever. All of them have a specific name, and they do land on the days. Like yesterday was the the second day of Christmas, which is named after like a saint, one of the first saints who was martyred. And if you look on December twenty sixth, and it, it's, it's it's technically named after that saint. So it's like Saint Stephen's Day is December twenty sixth. Yeah, it's nobody, the second day of I'm Christmas. I'm here to tell you that nobody nobody who celebrates Christmas knows any of this or cares about any of this. Well, I'm the just saying what Christmas, I'm like looking up. Our run up. Yeah, they they are the days running up to Christmas. And that is why, like, ABC and stuff, when they are doing their movie run-up, I don't be care like, what capitalist Christmas is. I mean, Christmas, oh, sister, <laughs> Christmas, my, my sister in Christ, Christmas is literally all capitalism. I'm going if off you've of been, If you've been Wikipedia and Christmas, congratulations, you're in it. It's, it's capitalism. Mm-hmm. It's, t- it's top to bottom. It's capitalism. Mm-hmm. Now, if we were to get back to the pagan shit, I'm down for that. <laughs> Let's let's right. let's so, fucking let's let's dance a pole around. Let's put a horse skull on a pole and dance around. That's cool as fuck. <laughs> what well, what we need is for Haley to meet up with Martin Geddes, the QAnon nut, because both <laughs> Haley and both Haley and Martin were raised Jehovah's Witness. And yep. That is that is one of Martin's my my favorite things about Martin is he literally says, "I could not be in another cult. I was raised Jehovah's Witness. I would see a cult coming a mile away." And it's like, oh, Martin, so young, so trusting. You are totally <laughs> in a cult now. You huge moron. So we need Martin can be like, yo, Martin, unblock me on Twitter, so you and Haley can have this detente, and you you two can determine when the twelve days of Christmas are, and you have to accept each other's findings. How about great. listeners? Tell me how you feel. Do you do it based off of like some fucking network that tells you what to do, or do you do it based <laughs> off of the Lord? Do, do, do you do it off of Do you do it off of Wikipedia or do you do it off of the actual cultural zeitgeist of the season? Mm-hmm. I'm wondering. <laughs> I mean, I would be genuinely interested to know how many people do like do consider the twelve days of Christmas to start from Christmas. It's I've like up my okay, whole Boxing Day is the twenty sixth. I know that's more of a that's not an American thing, but it's like it's the day following Christmas because it's I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I just, I just enjoy the Boxing Day thing because Trump's lawyers were like, "You want us to file a brief? We have to work on Boxing Day." And then the court was like, "Well, fine, do it before Christmas." And you fucks, they just tightened the deadline <laughs> on them. It's Boxing Day. I'm that's not trying to tell I mean, anybody how to sell. You can celebrate Christmas in July for all you that's give a fucking lord of shit. But I mean, well, that's I'm just saying what Wikipedia is telling me. Look, 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 look. Hold on, I pulled it up. Um, the the feast of saint john apostle and the evangelist is on the 27th of december the feast of the holy innocence is the 28th memorial of saint thomas beckett bishop and this- martyrs the 29th the feast of the holy family mary jesus and joseph is on sunday uh within an octave of christmas uh and if it's what? What? Uh, not on I sunday it's on december 20 it's on december 30th uh then Why there's the Joseph- feast of Saint wait, 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 Basil wait, wait, the Great. Wait, wait. I'm wait. fucking no, okay, go. No. <laughs> okay, go. Why, why is Joseph in the family? He's not Christ's dad. That's cheating. That's, it's just that's, a, that's, it's that's, giving stepdads deserve Christmas too. Yeah. He's the father that stepped up. He deserves a present. I mean, he if, gets if, socks, if, he, if he deserved Christmas, he would have been getting celebrated on Christmas and not one of these fucking like deep Catholic nonsense days. Yeah, Saint Basil the Great and Gregory of Nazan. Nobody, nobody knows January who that the is. second day. 
And then no, the memorial no, of the no, holy okay. name of Jesus on January the third. All right. Okay. Okay. So there's no one, it's after. No one, it's who after. no one who does not speak Latin knows what that is. You're Only right. Only people who speak Latin know what that any of that shit is. The twelve days of Christmas are the twelve days leading up to Christmas. They culminate in Christmas, which is why Boxing Day has its own name and isn't just Christmas two or mm-hmm. Christmas again. <laughs> I would, I would kill for it to be Christmas too. That'd be the greatest thing ever if we literally had a, a second day. That's Christmas part two. I <laughs> personally what the movie is about. An evil John Lithgow to squeeze more capitalism out of Christmas proposes <laughs> Christmas too. <laughs> I personally I don't, don't care which direction we go with the twelve days of Christmas, but I think we should recognize it as a full holiday. Oh, if we have two weeks off, I'll take it. Sold. <laughs> Oh man, Christmas Christmas uh, starts November first and ends December twenty fifth. Yeah, okay. Like uh, like no, November first is when they they defrost Mariah Carey for her rate of terror. <laughs> yeah. uh, My God, well, I, that, what, what 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 are you excited about? Segment from Justin Haley and I, Mike. How about you? <laughs> Uh, I'm looking forward to the new year and these holidays ending so that I can go back to having quiet, boring weekdays at work. Because in the casino industry, you understand that the weekends are going to be slamma-jamma packed and all that good stuff. But uh, you're supposed to go to work on like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and it's supposed to be just easy breezy. Just no one's there. You just like do your job, get in, get out. This holiday season's turned the place into a nut house for forever. So uh, get back to work, America. I can't wait for New Year's Day to pass, and then finally the holidays end, and I can finally walk into ye old casino on a Monday and just be like, ah, tumbleweeds. Ah, peace like, and that, quiet. That, that is our message to you. Get back to work, America. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the dream. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, it's just, uh, I... I, re- I don't know why this year I, I noticed it, but like this year it's been like, man, holy smokes. Like when, when it's Christmas time, it's gambling time. People are just, it, people are just in it to win it, to go to ye old casino and start getting on those slot machines and playing the blackjack and shooting the dice. It is just, it's wild. It is absolutely a zoo. So uh, yeah. Dude, that's just a, maybe, maybe the best way to avoid your family. Yes, absolutely. The best way to avoid your family is to just uh, develop a gambling problem. Nobody, nobody's right. unlucky on Christmas. Nope. No way. No way. No how. <laughs> that, that, that's that's the name of our uh, of our fucking of our gambling themed holiday movie for uh, the Hallmark Channel. Nobody's unlucky <laughs> on Christmas, and it'll have that same poster as every Hallmark movie, where it's just like a lady wearing a red top on one side and a guy wearing like a brown coat on the other side, and they're both like back to back like a title of the movie in between them sort of looking over their shoulders at each other and there's like christmas ornaments around you guys can picture it it's all the same yes uh welcome to capitalist uh welcome to the capitalist hellscape that is christmas uh but uh, we get to put that one in a box uh until next year unless you're one of the people that celebrate like Haley said in which case uh you're almost at the woods so uh stay hang in there baby is, is that what the kitten says uh anyway on that note, it's time for us to board Santa Slay and majestically uh, and magically fly out of Hell World for the week. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you'd like to support the show even harder, but still for free, you can do so by giving us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts from. If you have money and you want to donate it to the cause, you can do so by visiting our Patreon, patreon.com slash pokerpolitics, where a donation of $5 or more 
per month gets you access to our slate of bonus content, which at this point is well over 50 hours worth of stuff, uh, including our Q Media series featuring Fall of the Cabal. Uh, rest in peace, Janet O, uh, etc. So thank you so much to all of our beautiful babies chilling in the crib. If you have money and you don't want to give it to us, you can do some good with it by donating it to love146.org. They are an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Only clean babies for them. Thank you so much for the use of our newly remixed intro song, DJ Minimal Effort. And thank you for uh, all of our bumps in the voice of Q when we need it to our buddy Frosty, uh, who I believe you can still find on Twitter at FrostyVO. You can technically find me on Blue Sky at Mysterious L, but Blue Sky sucks, so don't expect too much from me there. Uh, I hate that place a little more every day. Uh, however, I am just a dumb goober, and I don't really have anything to say except for occasionally making a stupid joke. Uh, my two co-hosts do good work on their social media platforms, so you can find Haley on various social media at Arizona Right Watch, and Mike Rains is, of course, at Poker Politics on various social media out there doing the Lord's work. Uh, the Lord whose birthday we celebrate on the 25th and the 11 days leading up to that. Uh, so, for another successful episode of the Adventures of Hellworld podcast, I've been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L. Joined, as always, by our expert in all things Arizona crazy, Arizona Right Watch, a.k.a. Haley, and our good friend and expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics. Good speed, patriots!